missing one too. We'll try it right here. <clears throat> right here. Yeah, right here. Sorry, I have a new microphone. Uh, Were you talking to yourself? When I was. You I was test. Okay, well that's on my list, but <laughs> I was testing the audio of the microphone. Um, it's so it's a little bit more sensitive. I may or may not continue to use it for our thing, but I just bought it, so I'm going to try it. Well, I can hear you oh, yeah. like a voice. That's good. With the um, there's two types. Disembodied voice. Do you know about types of microphones? Like a dynamic versus a condenser or microphone? Okay, so I know. <laughs> okay, this may all be wrong, but I'll just go <laughs> ahead. I thought a condenser was one that would pick up more just generally what's around it. One of them's powered, one of them's not. I don't know. You tell me. That's pretty good. Yeah, the condenser is like the um, the room mic, like the uh, and a dynamic is is unpowered. And uh, I mean, you you've all you know about eighty percent of what I know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have a I, dynamic unpowered. Oh, I probably should use a dynamic for this, but um, I have a condenser. My dynamic is at our uh, yeah. pra our practice space. It's being used as everyone's vocal mic. Um, so I have a cheapy condenser and I got a slightly nicer condenser. Do you have a fancy screen in front of your condenser? No, but this one has a nice foam cover. Oh, good. good. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I don't know. It's a, the dynamic range seems wider, which is not something you want when you want like a nice compressed, like a consistent v voice. Um, you want to sound, you want to sound less like somebody talking in a room and more like a disembodied voice directly in someone's head. Right, like a radio voice is just sort of like always there. I mean, you could go full NPR and then you could come right up here to the screen Ooh, and just, yeah. It's like uh, bathing in caramel. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, you know, I would say uh, uh, the Wave Wobicon fellow, but I believe he had he ran afoul of his own behavior a while back and I feel like he hasn't come up recently. Um, so, uh, anyway, how's it going? Well, um, I almost didn't want to come back into my office because I had just gotten a really classy fire going. The I have a fireplace. I'm sorry. Did you special order that? I mean, they don't. Did, did you have to explain to someone in Florida, kind of like? Well, what I a think most was? of them think it's decorative, but okay. in fact, the plans had still made this one functional. So uh, yeah, I got real wood in there. Got a nice bed of coals down after a while so that I can just sit there with that emanating heat and read a book. But instead, I removed myself to come talk to you, which I'm also happy with. Oh, well, I, uh, I'm, I'm flattered. Um, I mean, it, the fire being one of the most basic discoveries of, of man, I'm glad to have crested that. I heard the wall standard. was invented before fire, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, wasn't it the wheel? Didn't he say something about the wheel? I don't want to talk. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to talk about it. It's just a throwaway I can't joke. handle it. No. What yeah. I'm worried about is you being alive. Oh, because uh, yeah. It feels like weather sites are malfunctioning. Oh, uh, another... I sent you a screenshot just to confirm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, uh, look, I've got a lot to talk about in terms of me, re, uh, my life and also the aliveness of it, but I have to go check on something on the stove. I'll be right back. I'll explain it in a second. Give okay. I'll make up seconds. some stuff. 
Uh, this is Cameron and Brock are two people, where Cameron and Brock are two people talking. Um, we have emails and okay, uh, phone numbers. What? Oh, did, I didn't give out any pertinent information. I just said that we have pertinent information. Oh, yeah. Well, hell yeah, we do. You can't have it, though. It's pertinent. It's pertinent. Not it's you. The That's most for pertinent. the patron. The Patreons. Yeah. Dude, we got right. one of those, right? Step one, someone make us a Patreon. Step two, give money to Our it. first patron must create us a Patreon <laughs> account. Um, no, I have a uh, I have a, a, a sort of bastardized apoir sauce on the stove. But, um, so I ended up uh, not cooking. Boy, I have a lot to talk about. Um, I ended up not actually making it to the part where I cooked my dinner. Um, despite having texted you an hour ago about needing to probably make dinner before we recorded. Well, I was worried about when you said dinner. I was not imagining you being all alone um, and free that you were going to pop a burrito in your, what, toast oven? You know, a microwave. Um, I thought you were going to, you know, I imagined, oh, you had something planned. But I was thinking... Is, was he gonna just cook all night? Was that his plan? Um, well, where to start? Um, I I've sort of okay. So I'm alone for four days. The details of why I am alone, I'm not gonna put on the podcast for personal reasons. Uh, they're positive reasons. It's not like my family. That sounded was so sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it did, didn't okay. It? All right. For completely There's no legal issues. Yeah. For completely innocuous and positive reasons. Um, I am alone for, uh, four days and, uh, four nights, five days, whatever. And, uh, as such have, um, okay. So this is the first time I've been alone at home, like not on a business trip, but at home, uh, in, uh, probably the longest I've ever been alone at home in my, since getting married, which happened 12 plus years ago. And most definitely since I had a child, which happened seven plus years ago, um, I've gone, you know, I've gone on, a, I've gone to conferences. I've been gone. I've been on, uh, but I have not been home. Uh, yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. So like, um, I've, I've sort of run, I would say the full spectrum of a uh, single dad alone uh, time from the first night, which involved ordering uh, delicious Sarpino's uh, pizza for myself, or two for pizzas. For potent rate. Yeah, no, it was actually I got a good deal on it. Um, the uh, I've never. I think one time in my life I've ordered one pizza, and every other time I've ordered two pizzas. I feel like you go you go to the trouble to order a pizza. You might as well. Get yeah, a second you pizza. order one pizza, you get you feel immediately upon receiving it nervous and regretful. Yeah, you're like not enough. It's gonna run out. I want a variety. What am I doing with my life? Yeah, no, there. I mean, this is. Um, I'm really already going off on a tangent here, but the entire delivery gig economy thing is lost on me because for me, uh, like you order delivery, and that is that signifies a feast. I'm not gonna get someone to deliver me like a sandwich. I could go out and get my own damn sandwich or make a sandwich. I want delivery. I want like either a like an irresponsible spread of Chinese takeout, a potentially an irresponsible spread of like Thai food, or uh, irresponsible amount of pizza. Like I, I want enough pizza that I'm eating pizza the next day for breakfast, which I did. 
And You're looking out for these people's time. You don't want to waste their time either. Right. I, I kind of don't. Do you like? There's a gig. There's a. There's no, I. An, yeah. I mean, there's it's, yeah. Seven, there's tons of them. Grubhub, DoorDash. Yeah. There's food, a. There's hubs, booze ones here. There's ones that are just like, ones. hey, idiot. <laughs> You you uh you're at a party or like you you had a party and you ran out of booze and now so there's no more beer runs yeah there's there's no, yeah it's probably called beer run it's it probably an app should be called beer run. yeah or either that right, or well, that's we're like getting a into the space yeah um yeah I mean there's there's an indignity to making another person bring you food I feel like you should yeah make it worth their time like if they're just bringing you a burger and fries then there's been some sort of like a a social compromise there that I'm not comfortable with. Um, <laughs> you like tip on the entire price of the order. I, I'm I'm a decent I'm a decent pizza delivery tipper. Anyway, I did that the first night, and then I ate that pizza for most of the following day, and then I very responsibly uh, consumed some leftovers that would definitely not have made it uh, until everyone was back. And, but tonight I'm. Uh, I've got a I've got a apoive sauce reducing. I've got a steak um, coming to room temperature on the counter, mm-hmm. and I've got a glass of Val Malbec here. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. hold it to the mic and have you hear it because it's silent. That's Do you have to is. go into work tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about That's me. Bummer. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. No, I do have to, like, work tomorrow. I do not have to go in to work Oh, that, no, yeah. That was what I, that was my question. Sorry, I'm conflating the two sort of, like, bizarre, the first time in my life circumstances that are happening at once here. One of which (laughs) is the alone thing. And the other of which is, uh, what, I don't have my phone next to me, but I believe it is something like 20 below zero right now uh, with the wind chill. Well, let me tell you. Okay, sorry to keep getting off on this here, but no, we're all, it we're is all, like all the time. in the 30s here, and mm-hmm. the I'm like I just as much as I don't like cold, I look forward to fires very much. So yeah, so I'm happy about that. No, I'm uh, I'm I'm jealous of you and your pride in your fire. I am uh, currently sitting on a heating pad. <laughs> That makes so much sense, but juxtaposed next to like the classic image of a fire. Yeah, there's no, there's definitely it's this building was really built like, in like 2003. A, there's no fires that's a here. Beautiful microcosm of the advancement and decline of humans that sort of has occurred at once with technology and urban living. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would prefer a fire. Certainly, it's much more poetic and. You can't really uh, feel particularly contemplative just because your you butt stare, is warm. You stare into the, the fuzzy. corded tangle as it enters the wall. Yeah. No, knowing I, the electrons it are It goes from streaming. zero to six, and I have no idea why, because I just turned it to six. It's not even that warm. But my, my buns are toasty, and that's what's really important here. Well, it doubles as a seed um, a uh, seed what? pad for warming seed trays. Oh, I thought that was like a, a sperm thing. 
Is it really? Uh, no. I, in fact, I don't think it's good to warm up your boys. I think it destroys your fertility. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, <laughs> You're like, crank it up to 11. Getting a lot. Well, if it went to 11, I'd take it to 11 because, again, <laughs> 6 is basically just on. <laughs> like, that's five levels of not quite on and then one of on. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, I would have it, like, on my back in a rocking chair, but I'm uh, this leads me, me to uh, one of many points that I have uh, sort of written down or actually can you hear this Woo! that was this is that is a soothingly deep rumble what is it whoa okay that sounds like a typewriter okay it is a typewriter i also realized it's a typewriter on the same table as the microphone so (laughs) the like the gentle hum of the typewriter probably became a like uh soothing rumble (laughs) Yeah, well, it was stage. cool. I like it. Anywho, uh, no, I have Ar- Archer's, what's technically Archer's typewriter, because a couple years ago he asked for a typewriter for Christmas. Um, so we sourced an old 80s typewriter. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of sucks. Like if is, I, it a, is it a ball typewriter or a no. flange or whatever they this call it? This is a Brother Cassette Correcto Writer 1. Um, does that answer your question? <laughs> I don't know. Does it have a ball with all of the... No. Like a sphere with all of the letters on it? That would be dope. No, it has like oh, okay. uh, long arms that fling yeah, out yeah, and yeah. slam into the thing. And the, the actual real problem with it is is it's a cassette typewriter, which means that you can't just replace the um, spool. You have to buy the specific proprietary uh, cassette. It's the lightning port of <laughs> typewriter uh, they were getting you on printing c- cartridges even back then. Yeah, I they, had no idea this went so far back. They, they really were. I take off the cover here, and it's like this ridiculous... Uh, I mean, it's clearly two spools being threaded through a thing, but it's all being mm-hmm. run through this like extremely proprietary, ridiculous shape. What? So. Uh, this has got me really wondering, because mm. I didn't realize it went that far back. What do you think what do you think the first like proprietary production item was? I uh, mean, if I, we want to go ink, go ahead. Oh <laughs> I didn't mean to yes and you before you finished uh saying no. your thing. Um I can s- sort of answer that. Um well I guess although no I'm already. I've already screwed up. The uh, Edison. The thing that comes to mind are the Edison cylinders, um, which prior to us discovering that it was kind of more sensible to have things in disc format. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cylinder. You know, you'd load a cylinder into there and spin the cylinder around and play a recorded thing. Um, I've run across those in antique stores on occasion, and they're they're like I don't know. They're the size of like one of those little Coke cans, like the. You want to sk- stay skinny? Oh, like really? For some reason, I thought they were larger than that. Um, the ones that I have held are they're the box is kind of big enough to hold one of those cans. If you got know. it, like, it's like well, a Red it makes Bowl. sense. Yeah. I, I honestly had no reason to think either way. It was just my own imagination. Well, it was. Um, what's kind of interesting slash weird about them is not. I mean, obviously, the format is not proprietary. You could, I suppose, like make your own wax cylinders. But the uh, packaging is kind of fascinating if you, you know, if you look past the the flourishes of the 1880s, uh, you know, extremely uh, fancy typography and everything else, the majority, like 95% of the outside of the packaging of this stuff is like legal fine, fine print. 
And like the actual contents of the cylinder take up like, you know, two lines on the outside. And the rest is basically legal threats of Edison against you. Uh. (laughs) Uh, The founding of a great nation. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, that that man was highly litigious, uh, my understanding anyway. Um, So I've heard. Well, I think, the more I'm thinking about it now, um, so the first recorded, one of the first examples of writing preserved on like one of those clay tablets from uh, Mesopotamia mm-hmm. is someone complaining about the delivery of the long, wrong type of wheat or something I've heard or this. grain. Yeah. And yeah, it's really, it's real, but it was, it was so like normal and human in commerce that without you know it's funny to think about but i'm pretty sure it's got to be true it's probably back there it's probably the first when people specialized into making tools uh you know between different people like somebody was selling proprietary uh wheat pottery where you know you could get a refill if you had the right <laughs> Are you saying that patent? Or, this is really more of a patent situation. Are you saying there was a patent system in ancient Egypt? No, not that I'm aware of. I'm just saying, if if it was a useful item, okay. you made it somehow that it was only useful if you had their exact one. Okay, and of course, people could copy it. I guess. But that's the whole point. Right? Well, you you got to get clever. The uh, the Apple uh, I. I've, I'm thinking of the Apple USB extension cable that they put out for their um, their keyboard. Gosh, this was probably 10 years ago, although this still might be true if they still made a corded keyboard, and I don't think they do. Um, their corded keyboard had a USB plug on it at the time that had a little notch in it. And it wasn't a notch that went outward, right? It wouldn't interfere with it plugging into a, um, a USB port. But it was a tiny, like, V-shaped notch uh, inward. And then they had, they sold an extension USB cable and the, you know, it was just a, you know, male to female, uh, you know, standard extension cable, but the male part of that extension cable had an outward pointing notch. <laughs> oh so like gosh. it was only usable with the, their like Apple products, even though it was a USB. I mean, the word universal is right in there. And I, I uh, I will stand by this story because I had one of these extension cables like lying around and was very irritated at the at the fact that like the uh, I don't remember I I guess you know it would be the female part of the yeah so you could f- potentially like file away the notch on the female end of the extension cable and use it but like it was it was just the biggest like middle finger to <laughs> like. <laughs> The more trivial, yeah, the more trivial the proprietariness of things are, the more you realize it wasn't even like a consideration. It wasn't like, do I put DRM on my game, like, like as a small developer, like, you know, it was like, hey, what else can we throw in here that they'll have to buy? Like that, that's where we're at with that. Yeah, and so like in the, you know, if you were uh, making your wheat canisters. I feel like that notch is sort of an, like an immortal concept. Like you, maybe your wheat canisters, mm-hmm. the the lids are either have a notch or maybe they're not quite circular, right? You make them at like Ooh, a... Oh, that's <laughs> oh, that's good because yeah. you know it's got to fit. It's got to get a good seal, right? You mm-hmm. want to keep your wheat 
uh, airtight here. Yeah. And we have the mold, and it's not particularly measurable by us either. It's an arbitrary, hard-to-replicate-exactly shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, although they can, well, anyway, it would be like anything. They, the the uh, DRM war on the pottery would just escalate. Right. But that way they'd have to buy new pottery every season because we'd change it, and we'd change the nozzle for them to receive the grain as well. So, um, yeah, every season they'd have to update which also keeps us ahead of the competitors. Right. And if the competitors, you know, they try to, you know, they, they cast, I could, I could hear you thinking it, that they were, that they might be able to like cast a lid. To exactly my worry. Yes. Here's, here's what you do. You take the sort of, if you'll pardon my tech, the uh, SSH key approach where oh. what you, you have is, is a, um, you, you, at the end of the year is your pottery, not the end, but like the pre firing part of your assembly line, you have a, a sort of a, a piracy expert. And what he's going to do is he's going to take the lid and the vase, or, you know, wheat canister. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, he's going to, um, using highly technical uh, processes, he's going to slightly distort both the lid and the canister of each one. So it's not that they, if they could, they could cast, you know, one lid, but it's not going to help because each, lid and canister is is then completely unique so -hmm. it's not even that like uh they you know at that point you're you're not even selling replacement lids you're selling replacement wheat canisters and lids because they break the lid you're done you got to get a new canister you got to get a full new canister this is this is i mean this this four thousand years later uh if my my computer when i open it uh (laughs) this is true and i'm just trying not to think about it when i open my my 13 inch macbook um it shows me all the colors <laughs> like when i open it i get a weird like a uh, noise test pattern if you of like every pixel on the monitor is displaying a random rgb color for like you, you, a second <laughs> it's been you're doing having that. Slightly psychedelic experience. Yeah, it, no, losing consciousness. Thankfully, it doesn't pulse. Not yet. It's just one. But it like the whole screen goes staticky for like a second, and then the computer wakes up. I am afraid to take it in because it's past the one year warranty, and I know the answer to any sort of esoteric question with an Apple product is, uh, it's the logic board, which just means it's the inside part of the computer. <laughs> They call it all the logic board. Uh, they call a lot of it the logic board. My information is a little bit out of date, but I don't think I, I don't. I've seen no evidence that uh, things have gotten better since the last time I took something in because the screen would sometimes just not turn on, or actually it was like reversed. Like you would close the computer and the LED on the outside would go solid, which meant like it was awake. But then you would open it, it would go to sleep. Anyway, <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. This is like going yeah. the. This is like the doctor or the car mechanic. It's all a scam. Everything's fine as long as you don't go. Well, it's it's like the uh, it's the the German car thing, or I assume, or the Apple thing, which is if it's broken enough, you just have to get a whole new one. Yeah. Go well, ahead. then they're late to the game, but maybe they're perfecting it because yeah. the Sumerians were already on that. I feel like if there was evidence of, of DRM and wheat canisters, uh, sort of by design, we'd have no evidence of it now. <laughs> yep. 
You all you ever all we have evidence of is like the lame off branders. Yeah. All right. I got to check on my uh, prov. I, uh, uh, Ooh, I'm gonna good. have to have some sauce breaks on this podcast. Continuing to ones. make up information. So I was just saying that email is Cameron and Brock at gmail.com. Maybe. Um, phone number. I don't know. Uh, but if you email us, we'll send you the phone number. I'm back. My sauce hey. is reduced by roughly half. It's looking good. So good. I'm continuing to try to remember things that I don't remember. Uh, so, yeah. um, all right. So, um, <laughs> obviously we've, we've discovered that there's, uh, all we've been able to recover of the ancient Sumerians is uh, customer service complaints and knockoff brand vases. Yep. Checks, so, checks uh, out. What's, what is in your modern life that you were trying to talk about? All right. So here's the, a really satisfying sound. Um, okay. I don't know if that came through or if it just Ooh, It was sound. like a springy thing. Yeah. That was the sound of someone ripping a piece of paper out of a typewriter. Which uh-huh. the only thing more satisfying than ripping a piece of paper out of a typewriter is ripping a piece of paper out of a typewriter, crumpling it up, and then throwing it somewhere. No, but it has to have already had at least several lines of a bad novel written. Oh yeah, no, I've I've been there. Um, not with a novel, but with songs for certain. Um, I, I've titled this piece of paper "Things I Get to Do When My Family Is Not Here." <laughs> um, so I made you a list. On the typewriter. On the typewriter, it look. Yeah. So this, I can feel it. So there, I've given sort of like, I've seeded hints as to the like, uh, the alternate format I would say of the broadcast today, which is a, I'm not being, I'm not gone for very long, going to the stove to check on my sauce. Um, B, I'm within reach of a typewriter. <laughs> C, I have a heating pad on my butt. Um. So what I've sort of done, and this is one of the things on my list, is repurpose the coffee table. Um, so the coffee table normally... Uh, oh, this is number one. Yeah, well, it's not. It's number four, but I, this list uh. isn't in order. Um, the coffee table normally in our family contains some amount of um, detritus from children. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's uh, normally a play place for uh, Felix's... Uh, um, oh, I've forgotten the name of one. The tiny fuzzy animals... Uh, Calico critters. She she has calico yeah. critters. Yeah. You have boys, so you might not be super familiar, but I've I have nieces, so oh, I think that's true. I think I know what you're talking about. They're very adorable, small toys. Um there are none of them on the coffee table today. One of the first things I did when I got home after I like wrapped my mind around my family being gone and actually had sort of like a legitimately emotional experience driving home alone from the airport. Um <laughs> was uh, to move my monitor speakers and my mixer and the typewriter and the laptop to the coffee table. And now this is my desk <laughs> for the next two days. Um, mm. So now, I, yeah, you just wanted to be out in the house. Yeah. Well, the, and again, the, this is going to sort of intertwine a lot with the, the sub theme of this podcast, which is it's borderline hilariously cold outside. Um, are I, I found myself gravitating toward the living room as a place that distributes heat a little bit, a little bit more consistently than our bedroom. 
Ah. Yeah. So like our my my desk is in the bedroom and it's right next to a window and the back door uh, leaks cold pretty regularly. Pretty pretty. It does not hold in air. I would say the coldest place in the whole house is by the back door. So this is terrifying. Like it's it's like one of those <laughs> yeah. horror movies where. Um, uh, yeah, there's some kind of thing, and it's trying to get in, right? But it's like very lethal, like the mist, right, or something, mm-hmm. where you get too close to an unsecured door, and you already feel your life ebbing away, and you get more and more narrowed to the center of the house where there's the last little bit of heat left, and the. By the end, you're just huddling around a pile of matches, striking them one by one, waiting for the last one to burn out. Is that what's going to happen? Boy, I mean, you took it all the way there. Um, yeah, it did. It it, it 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 feels like space. Like <laughs> I have, I have like a a sealant. Like I the, the bedroom. At some point, I'm going to need to like engage the airlock to the bedroom and just not go in there anymore until it gets warm. Yeah, you got to seal the bulkheads. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely <laughs> it's feeling space. that. Um, uh, no, I mean it is. It is normally like a little bit crisp in our bedroom, but not like in a bad way. But like, it's yeah, not like, a comfortable place to hang out all day. Helps you sleep really it, once you're in the it does. Sh- Well, Shannon got me on that. I used to be a sheet sleeper. I would. Um, I don't know what that means. I, <clears throat> well, let me walk you through it. In college, uh, when I lived in a um, townhouse, I lived in the basement of a townhouse in Virginia, and I had a little space heater. Excuse me. And I would just keep it cranked all the time, like a little tiny guy. It wasn't like a, you know, you could put a blanket on it, it wouldn't set on fire. It was just like a thing from Walmart. And uh, Well, you survived, so it doesn't matter. I would keep it at like, yeah, true. I would keep it at like... The high, I don't know, that room was probably like 78 degrees all the time. Oh, so you'd keep it hot so you would only sleep in sheets. Yes, that's where I was going. I didn't As even opposed own, to keeping it cold and bundling up. I liter- literally did not own a blanket. My bed had a, a fitted sheet and a flat sheet, and I, that was it. And I, when I went into my room, I would change into like, I don't know, basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Um, because I was from Florida... And that is by default it state. Like the way to sleep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, just hanging out in that room, it was the warmest. It was probably the warmest place in the like within forty miles, like unless there was a yoga studio somewhere. <laughs> it's like you're like a specialized uh, biome, like a. You get an exotic animal, and you're like, you got to keep it at eighty to eighty percent humidity, and at least seventy five, or else they go into hibernation. Okay. Yeah, that, no, that was it. I was very defensive against cold. I got, I, I, I still remember the feeling of getting like angry when I was cold, like hostile to. Yeah, I got that feeling this morning. Yeah, oppressive. You feel oppressed by the cold. Well, you know, you're not prepared for it. If it's not cold enough consistently enough it's just a headache yeah it's a mindset thing it really is um but uh but now like yeah shannon actually unbeknownst to her and we haven't actually ever discussed this but i think this might actually be true she uh conditioned me for the cold because when we got married she is a blanket and fan on helicopter mode sleeper 
So she'll turn the fan on whatever the like level of the f- the ceiling fan is that you're like scared that it's gonna like come. The out of high there. level, I always yeah. turn it. I'm a big fan on blanket sleeper too, but I'm definitely the one below high level. Mm. The high level, while it is also too windy for my taste, is just terrifying. I don't think they're actually designed to stay on the ceiling. On full speed that long. It's legitimately unsettling how how high it is, and and she's come off that since moving here because obviously the bedroom sort of takes care of that the crispness part of it for us. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, she she got me in like accustomed to blanket and like body warm head cold sort of sleeping. Yeah, yeah, maybe one half of one foot cold. Sometimes I need like. Uh, lower extremity releasing heat somehow. I don't know why. Yeah, and the, we've somehow passed that, or, or Archer has inherited it. Uh, he has um, more than once taken Felix's pillow um, because Felix is three and will just sleep in sort of like wherever. Like she'll just sort yep. of like end up in a place and sleep there. And Archer, um, for whatever reason, will uh, go source her pillow as a cold pillow um, rather than flip his own around. Whoa. Yeah. That's next level. It's really, it's really, you know, I always just flipped my own pillow and I'm like 34. And now I'm thinking, why not line up a whole string of pillows and just rotate out until you go to sleep? Yeah. That's a, I mean, I, I think that the, that one should invest in a pillow. Oh, I very much agree. Yeah. I'm not going to be a pillow. I'm not pr- pronouncing any kind of pillow dogma. You need to find the pillow that's exactly your kind of pillow. Mm-hmm. But don't skimp on the pillow. By, if it's proprietary, just you're just going to have to do it. Yeah. I don't know how you make a pillow proprietary. Pillowcases? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you make it, it's sort of a trapezoidal shape where it just doesn't fit. I mean, that's only really something you go after if you're also in the pillowcase business. Um, but I Well, mean, you don't, uh, you know, <laughs> you made the first mistake. You don't let people know you're in cahoots. Oh, it's I see. just like, you know, both of companies can have plausible deniability. It seems like just a, hap- a happy chance that these two products synergize when in reality there was many, many uh, midnight meeting of a handshake. nefarious marketing professionals. There's no other kind. <laughs> and one captive engineer who they blackmailed to design it. When, uh, when, uh, Arch- when Shannon was pregnant with our first child, uh, she, I bought her one of those like a C shaped pillows. I forget what they're called. There's a, there's a name. That's about the most proprietary the pillow pillows? you can get. No, no. This thing is like four feet long and shaped like a C. I forget what it's called. I'm not going to look it up because we're not sponsored yeah. by them. And I keep hitting the cord for this microphone. Um, yeah, you know, it's a it's a borderline body pillow, but not like in the like oh, anime character the size of you sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and I bought it for her, and she used it for a little while, and I ended up using it a fair amount more, and it ended up being passed on to a pregnant sister or something eventually. But um, that that's about as proprietary as you can get um, pillow-wise. You just have it's to, a squiggly pillow. Squiggly pillow. 
You gotta, um, and you could buy. We never, I think we bought just, uh, we used the one it came with, but like cases for that thing were like 40 bucks or something. It was crazy. Yeah, I got a pillow problem sometimes. I'm, I'm never, I always want to have a different kind of pillow if I need it or multiple pillows or who knows. I've never felt like I, you know, I was happy I didn't have a pillow when I really wanted one. Okay. So. Mm. It's just a thing I have to live with. Indeed. All right. I got the rest of my list here. Um, go for it, man. All right. Things I get to do when my family is not here. I'll go from the top. Number one, uh, because this is what I was thinking of when I wrote the list. Listen to podcasts through speakers. That's how. Oh, wait. You're, you're on. I'm, you're on. Wait. I don't understand. Not what this are you podcast. doing? You're just blaring podcasts in your house right now. No, I wasn't. I, I thought about doing that, but there's a proximity to a podcast. So like you need it nearby so it can drown out like, uh, I don't know, dishes or whatever you're doing. Like having a podcast in the main house stereo is. But you weird. imagine you could. Well, I ended up turning the um, my phone. I placed my phone uh, next to me in a bowl. Are you aware that you can like put your phone in a bowl to like <laughs> amplify? I mean, it makes sense. I don't know if I've ever tried it. Well, I was being lazy because my uh, AirPods were in the other room. Um, you got AirPods? Yeah, I got AirPods. I gotta say, wait, I use them every day, dude. You? Yes, they work with Android. <laughs> okay. They don't do all of their touch functions. They do some right. of them. Anyway. It just is. It works. They're, I, I'm going to admit that right now. It's been a it's it's been a, a hot minute since Apple had a like phenomenal product, but they're really dang good. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So so bowl. Well, uh, there's like a listening. larger theme here, which is that I realized the podcasts I listen to. The reason that I listen to them on earpod AirPods is not just that like I want to hear what is going on and not the dishes clacking together or whatever. But also there is a there's a larger theme of like family friendliness going on. Like uh-huh. I I have, you know, not, uh, two to three podcasts I listen to regularly, none of which involve people never saying naughty words. Uh-huh. So uh, the the liber- the liberating feeling of just like turning a podcast on and just having it on. It's it's like the uh, I don't have to wear clothes feeling. When you do want to wear clothes in this case, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you're just strutting around, mm-hmm. saying and listening to anything you want. Right, Just exactly. cursing at the wall occasionally. And I do have that experience after the children go to bed, but um, that's not, like... Yeah, you gotta sort of be a little subtle about it. That's true. Uh, my children in particular will do the thing where you are doing something at 1030 and you just turn around and they're just standing there. <laughs> So. Yep. You're like, okay, well. All right. I'm going to check on my sauce one more time and turn the heat off. Because I'm right. pretty sure I'll it's talk about our enough. sponsors. Okay, do it. All right. <laughs> We're, uh, we are not officially sponsored by any one company. Um, so, I mean, you're welcome to. But as far as that goes, our main point is that we've not received any official cease and desist letters from any kind of... I say official, like any official sources or anything we've deemed official. So we're going to keep talking about whatever products we want, and uh, nobody can stop us. Yeah, I'm back. My, hey. uh, my sauce is, um, is reduced enough. I'm going to mix some cream in there, reheat it, um, pour it over that steak after this podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 
Now I'm a little jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't. I, I not only do not get this every day. I don't get this more than once a decade statistically. <laughs> so I gotta. <laughs> All I, right. So what's number two? Number two is eat at weird times. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like, but like a real dinner. You're like, yeah, dinner tonight's gonna be at ten thirty. Yeah. Like last night. I, what happened is I. Um, I, so my work is within walking distance of my house, which is something I am very thankful for and appreciate all the time. Um, it's also within walking distance of one grocery st- or two grocery stores, actually. One of them is a Whole Foods, which barely qualifies as a grocery store um, for cost and product selection reasons. You want Doritos? They don't have those at Whole Foods. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> no. Are yeah. you, you're out of your mind. Yeah, Whole Foods is good for um, getting really good steak, I have found. And that's about it. Like an aged, like if you're willing to plop down the cash. Um, the other direction toward my place is a, uh, wow, I'm really triangulating myself, um, is a uh, Trader Joe's, <laughs> which again is sort of like ah. a not quite a grocery store. Like Trader Joe's is all right. But again, if you want Doritos, they don't have those. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't buy Doritos, but I'm just like, there, there are two grocery stores. Dorito where, is just a generic yeah. example of the, the, the common things you might purchase. Right. You stand in a street corner, you throw a rock, you should be able to hit a Dorito. It's America. Yeah. Um, it's what I signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> is it? <clears throat> so like I, I was, I found myself after work, it was snowing borderline sideways, which isn't as extreme as when it rains sideways because snow just sort of goes, but it's still, you know, it, it was snowing pretty significantly. I went, I walked to Trader Joe's. I got, um, I, I was filling my basket. I was thinking about like, uh, I wanted to buy these, uh, particular, I think regional tortilla chips called donkey chips. They're just, they're good. They're like, uh, Donkey chips, the Doritos of Guatemala, <laughs> the Doritos of Chicago. Um, they're they're <laughs> like crunchy and they look like they've been cooked with too much grease. They're big, thick tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I want to get some donkey chips and some guac. We're gonna do this thing. Um, and uh, and I, I that was my original plan was I was gonna drive to the grocery store. I it was snowing. It was after work. I went to the Trader Joe's. I got. I don't know, a dozen things in my basket and stood in line and texted Shannon about how frustrated I was that I wouldn't make it to the grocery store and I was just at Trader Joe's. Then I had this momentary realization that like there was no timer on my dinner. Right? Like there, <laughs> <laughs> there was no They're one like, waiting for me. Like it was ah, I'm stuck at Trader Joe's. I'll be home soon. Yeah. And she's like, Good for you. <laughs> exactly. I was like, wait a minute. No one cares if I like go home and then go to the grocery store in the snow. Like it, it wasn't like inclement weather. I could still go to this. So it's it, a bit of a momentary crisis w- when I've ended up with an unexpected hour or so. Yeah. I, I immediately become paralyzed. I'm like, what do I do? Do I what? And I like just sort of go somewhere aimlessly for a second till I figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> just sort of stand there and stare until the hour is <laughs> over and everything is normal again. I mean, that's an option. That's a real option. Yeah. I, uh, so what I ended up doing was having a very uh, sort of, uh, I tried to play it cool because I felt like what I was doing was highly suspicious. <laughs> 
but I had, I don't know, I had more items in my cart than I would, I was not eligible for the, ex, for the like express lane. So I, I don't know. I had like a dozen or more things in my, in my, not cart, but basket. And then I decided to just punch out. Now there are a lot of ways to punch out of a grocery store, I guess, right? Like you could just, you could literally just put the basket of stuff on the ground <laughs> and just leave. And they Which would, is what I thought you did. Yeah, no, Which that is better takes, than maybe if you'd like just run out with the basket. Right. Well, okay. So there's option the chaotic evil option, which is just leave with the the steal everything and never go back to that grocery store, which would be a hard sell. Like I'd end up with a my face on a wanted poster outside the grocery store. Um, there's the. I think that's lawful evil. Chaotic evil would be. Creating a whole basket full of goods, dumping on the cashier's head, and running out the door. I get, yeah. Well, I almost feel like that's no, that's not evil. You're right. Yeah, that's almost like chaotic, misguided good. Because if you're doing that, you're probably also yelling something about the evils of capitalism and attempting to like convert the cashier to whatever your like extremist views are. I don't know. <laughs> it, real life. Unfortunately, is, this is not what you do. Yeah, this is, real life is more complicated than the uh, D and D alignment chart. Um, neutral evil, I feel like is to hand or is to like notify the cashier of, of like, take it through the line and be like, I didn't want this stuff. Thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just leave and they have to deal with it. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't do that. I did. I had a reverse shopping trip. Nice. Yeah. Like I walked that's, through. That's some, huh? That's extensive. Like I was, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to do the last thing you said. Yeah, I no. Well, here's the thing: is much like the decision to go to a real grocery store to get my food. Um, I could also I I had the time. Like I have the time to go all the way home and then go all the way out to a grocery store and come home and then cook something. I also have the time to walk through Trader Joe's and just do the exact opposite of what I was just doing for the last fifteen minutes. So I did. I don't know. I walked through Trader Joe's and placed 15 odd items back on the shelf exactly where I found them. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to believe that after about the second one, somebody's like, gets suspicious and follows you around and they're like, watching you completely empty your basket that or somebody asks you a question because they assume you work there see and i want to well i was in a huge black parka <laughs> i didn't look like <laughs> i worked there regional manager come sure come yeah secret shopper yeah no i uh i i, I uh-oh I, I have to pause my record well no maybe it'll just record i i saved the last project over this one and we're about to come up on some recorded stuff we'll see what happens i think it'll just record over Ooh. Anyway, um, no, I, uh, yeah, my, well, I want the opposite of that. I, my fear was that someone was going to notice that I was reverse shopping and think that I was like putting razor blades in each thing or like putting, dropping an acid tab into the, into the chips or something. Um, yeah. Hey, that's a, that's a very classic donkey chips experience. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, and then I just yell, I wanted donkey chips, and then run out, and then that's not going to help my case at all when it goes to trial. Um, but no, I was I was cool about it. I was laid back, um, and I went to the real grocery store, and, which has sale prices. That's the weird thing about Trader Joe's is that nothing is ever on sale. Uh, it's 
Um, as much as I enjoy Trader Joe's, that specific aspect of Trader Joe's feels a little communist to me, and it's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have set all the prices for your convenience. Yeah, no, there's no sales at Trader Joe's. It's it's a it's a thing. Um, and then I came home and I ate leftovers. <laughs> Uh, when was this? That was yesterday, but I, oh, okay. I bought food for today. But like, I, I wanted to. At that point, it was so late that I was like, if I want to do this, uh, this steak dinner that I had planned correctly, I'm gonna save it for the night that I have to record a podcast. That they don't eat around eleven, which is where things are headed for me. <laughs> um, number three on my list is make my own mess, um, and that isn't. That sounds maybe, maybe. Uh, a little bit more intense than I meant for it to. Uh, but it's more about what messes aren't being made. Um, you know? Yeah, With totally. Children, you know what? When I go, when I go to work, like you, there's no time for you to do anything like that. Cause your time is spent making sure that whatever they did is at least standardly removed. Well, it's more that like, yes, uh, that yes. Uh, uh, but also when I go to work and I come home, the house is the same. The house is the same. No, that is the number one strangest thing in the world that you immediately recognize and don't necessarily anticipate. You're like, everything's exactly where you left it. Not just like, oh, that's the scissors are still in the same drawer, I remember. Right. No, that piece of paper you left like tilted up slightly to the side is that way. And it's intoxicating, honestly. Yeah, it feels like my house was in a time stasis bubble until I got, like all day. Until like, I, I feel like I all the single like, people are like, yeah, that's how houses work. <laughs> no, I, I feel like if I threw a, a ball into the middle of the room and shut the door, like as the ball was in midair, that I would get home from work and open the door and the ball would hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we tried this? <laughs> yeah, for all I for all I know, like scientifically, that's a valid hypothesis until proven otherwise. Um, yeah, that's how science works. Yeah, so like I don't know, I like I felt like sort of guilty leaving like pizza boxes and 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 beer cans and like dirty dishes around until I realized like a day and a half in that those were the only ones that they there were like there were there was <laughs> there were no Legos. There were like there was no um, calico critters underfoot. There was mm -hmm. just like a yeah. When yeah, you yeah. know you're contributing to the mess if you're not you know very careful about where you're putting stuff or that your stuff might not be where it is. But now like everything is solely your responsibility. You know exactly how things are without having to wonder. Like you can mentally decide on what you're going to be doing without having to check because you know the situation in your life at every moment right like it it actually uh, i mean it, uh, the first thing that went through my head was how are single people ever messy because, <laughs> because yeah yes, single, people, single people take that yeah uh all right repurpose the coffee table is number four um number five is leave <laughs> I can just, just I can leave because like let's let's go out. It's it's on a micro and a macro level. Um because like we our apartment is sort of um shaped like a shotgun house, right? Like it's like a there's a living room in the front, 
and a hallway with some bedrooms and then a bedroom in the back. So it's like a, it's just this one hallway, everything's, it's again, kind of made like a spaceship or like a submarine. And, uh, are you in the, uh, are, are you on the bridge right now? I believe this would be the bridge. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, uh, it, on a micro level, if I'm in the kitchen slash living room area and I go to the bedroom, someone out of the other three people in the house are going to either a follow me or B say, Hey, where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the answer is one day you're just going to bluff. No, I'm not going anywhere. And you just sit right down where you are. I I've thought of doing that. I may have even done that on occasion, (laughs) Um, but yeah, you're either, if you're going out of the living space in our house, you're either going to, to like do chores or change or poop. Those are like the reasons to leave like the main area. And we need to know about any of those. Right. You got to check in. Whereas, and on a, on a macro level on Sunday, I, after I like had a very leisurely morning, I just left and went to the art Institute and spent about four, oh, yeah. four hours at the art Institute. It was wonderful. Now, that's my kind of thing. Right. And like, just, I could just go in like, you know, it, I would like to say it doesn't matter where you go. It does, mm. but just, you know, like taking your leisure is is its own. It, ow. Ow. Sorry, cat. <laughs> taking your leisure is its own beauty and then add whatever else to it. Yeah. Like uh, I could, I, I didn't, but I could have like, uh, stayed at a hotel downtown and just like not come back, and no one would have known. These are <laughs> these are weird things. You're just, just sitting in the hotel room by yourself, cackling. I did it. <laughs> one will know. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Um. Yeah. The independence is independence and loneliness are the same things. Just one is like uh, you know more directed than the other. Um. Talk to myself too much is on this list. Um, I think that one kind of like speaks for itself. I have found myself talking to myself a lot. Um, are you kind with yourself? Are you uh, problem solving or it's judgmental? More, it's more of a narrative, right? Like it's just kind of like a, oh man, well, if I don't do that, then I should maybe do this sort of like it isn't. I don't speak to myself in third person, if that's what you mean. I tend to say we. Is that weird? <laughs> I like, mean, I'm not here to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'll you know, I'm thinking about when I'm fine, like by myself long enough and in a good mood, and I'll do you know where I'm like, all right, what are we thinking here? What are we gonna do? Well, I mean, somehow it feels like me and my consciousness, being that we're sort of a loop. I mean, yeah, I'm a singular thing but it's also you're looping back on yourself enough it's almost like you're a little bit talking to yourself so there's just like two of you man that one's above my pay grade um i i i don't do that but i feel like that as someone who like has spent a fair amount of time working through the uh the role of their critical self uh Uh. I would say that that seems positive. Like, it seems like you have a sort of camaraderie 
um, with your narrative slash yeah. critical self that seems kind of awesome. Like, I kind of wish... I, I would say it's a little bit like this. Like, we're in this together. Yeah. Let's figure out what we're doing. That seems cool. No, I, I, I'm... Mine is mostly just externalizing thoughts. Like, it's not necessarily characterizing a, uh, a narrator as, like, a buddy. Um, <laughs> that sounds cool, though. <laughs> Sort of jealous of your thing. I mean, I still think of it as myself. It's it's a complicated. It's 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 not like anything else. Man, I believe you. Uh, whoops, I hit the microphone again. Um, well, but, anyway, that is a. I, I think it's a. That's it's an enjoyable thing. I, I may. I'll try it. You know, I'll I'll try talking in the non-royal plural. You got? Yeah, you still got See some what time. Happens. Uh, yeah, I have a couple days. I can um, I can play around with whatever and sound as crazy as I want. And no one will know. <laughs> These are going to combine into the craziest <laughs> crap you've ever done. I'll, I'll report back, maybe. <laughs> um, my second to last one is close the kids' rooms until I found out their rooms are hot boxes. So this is sort of a two-act play here. Um, oh. One of the first things I did when I got home from the airport um, and, and now to be clear, the right, there was a, just a lot going on, right? Like I, I drove my family to the airport. I held Archer's shoulders and I told him he was going to be the man on the trip. Like they, like <laughs> both the kids had to wear backpacks and pull their own suitcases mm-hmm. and uh, through the airport. And it's like, look, you need to take this seriously. You have to pull your own suitcase and wear your own backpack. Uh, I'm not going to be there. So you need to be the man on this trip. He took it really seriously. I turned to Felix and I said, you need to listen to Archer. You know, I, I did all of that stuff. And like, I felt like I went really responsibility hard <laughs> with the... <laughs> like, this was the last time you would ever see them. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, it was maybe too intense. They both seemed kind of shell-shocked. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Daddy, no. Um, they, they did great. And they had a wonderful time. And they made it safely. This was also like just post the government restarting and everything too. So that mm-hmm. made the flight a little bit more stressful than I would really have preferred. Right. But when I got home, you know, and then I drove home and I, I like, I, I mean, it was tough. Like I haven't, I haven't ever seen my, the, the entirety of my like nuclear family off on a plane before ever. Um, but then I got home and I was like, all right, I'm going to close the door to their bedroom and to their bathroom. And I'm just going to like uh, go about my day as if I don't have, excuse me, I don't have children around. And uh, that worked great until tonight where I saw on Twitter someone recommending that you uh, turn your thermostat up a little bit higher than normal uh, to keep it from like freezing over, like keep everything going all night long to make sure. Because mm-hmm. normally it's like 68, 69 in here. And so I cranked it up to like 72 or whatever. And uh, and I'm walking down the hallway, uh, and I open their room for a second to like throw a toy in there, and their room is like, <laughs> I was, just, uh, it was like opening an oven. Like, yeah. it, was, it was crazy. Like there are some heat distribution issues in this apartment. I was not previously <laughs> aware of. Uh. So I'm um, learning all sorts of things this weekend. Is there not like a vent you can close or something? There probably is, but that would require like getting up there and closing it. I just opened the door so that the heat would recirculate. Um, All right. Well, you you know what? You got to try that. Now you learned something. That might have even been better than your original plan. 
Yeah, my original plan was one of denial, and this one is one of acceptance. So and understanding. And understanding. Woohoo! No. All right, six. Uh, it's eight. Number eight. Um. Wow, I'm not tracking. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. M- neither have I. It's just on here. Um, is <laughs> wing it. I get to wing it. Um, you don't get to wing it with kids. You like. I mean, I guess you could if you go by a, like a differing parenting philosophy than than me, but like. With a kid, you have a responsibility to provide them some sort of structure and like routine and, you know, dinner is at X time. And if they're hungry, they'll get some dinner. And if they haven't been outside for a while, you like do something about that. And like when they are going to bed, you're going to either you're going to make sure they brush their teeth and you're going to either give them like a, a story or tell them a story or like watch some Steven Universe or do, you know, there's there's a lot of like transactions with a kid that I feel like are just part of making sure that their life is consistent and makes like rational sense. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, I, uh, I texted you, I haven't eaten dinner. I'm not particularly hungry because I was eating donkey chips as you do. (laughs) (laughs) You, you are hallucinating though, because there was led in those donkey chips. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you meant to see LSD, but uh, all right. There what was, did I say? You said LED. <laughs> they were light oh, up man. donkey chips. No, well, maybe I've had some too. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I can eat a late dinner, or I can, uh, you know, if it wasn't uh, Saturnian moon temperatures outside, <laughs> I would be able to just go somewhere. Like there is, there is an independence to not having anyone around that's. Uh, requiring you for anything that is that is um, refreshing, at least for a short time. Yeah, so that's like the meta one. That's just like yeah, you are your naked self, figuratively, hopefully, figuratively. I mean, I'm I'm wearing pajamas right now. Okay, that helps. Are you wearing those sweet ass slippers? I am. I'm wearing my bitch and slippers. Again. You know what? Every yeah. time I put on my slippers, which, yes, I do have a pair. They're just, like, ones that came with some random robe. Um, I just think, man, if only I had cam slippers. <laughs> I'll, send you, I'll send you a link to the website. It's, it's, some, okay. it's some, like, very spammy-sounding URL. It's, like... <laughs> It's like, uh, like Northern Breach River dot co dot il. No, that sounds sort of legit or hipster. This, this is like, uh, um, like sheepskin dot internet or something. <laughs> <laughs> something really shady. I do all my shopping at sheepskin dot internet. <laughs> sheepskin dot internet. <laughs> Contact me at Ralph at sheepskin dot internet. Also, I eat silver. 